This is the Live Black Well podcast, a podcast helping you to reach your health and wellness journey, bringing you easy to digest information on current wellness topics. I am J.M. McNew. And I'm Megan North. And we are here to talk about how you can live life well. All right. So we are in an interesting time today, right? Um, we are how many months into COVID? Oh, my gosh. Like okay, coming up know. on 9 to 10. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So obviously, we have all been affected by COVID, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. Megan, how have you been directly affected by COVID? Yeah. So in our house, um, I have a five uh, and an eight-year-old boys. So in third grade, third grade virtual learning, all been happening here since last March, almost 10 months, other than, you know, subtract out the summers. Uh, working remotely, my husband works remotely. Um, a lot of time all in the same house together for our family. Um, how about you, Jan? Yeah, it's been an interesting time. So I'm in the house most of the day, uh, working. Uh, my coworkers are dogs and turtles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so it's interesting. Right. So it's interesting. Uh, I don't get to see my actual coworkers as much, except for you know, via WebEx, Zoom, any other virtual platform. So it's really odd. Um, so there's not a lot of social connections going on, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot of being outside in stores just because of precautions um, and safety. And I don't really get to see my family as much as I normally would, especially like over the past holidays. So it's very interesting um, and a weird time, mm -hmm. tough time kind of uh, for everyone, definitely. So mm -hmm. I know over the last, probably I think it was about two weeks ago, you talked about surge capacity and um, how COVID has affected surge capacity. Can you tell us what exactly surge capacity is and, and how that works? Yeah, so a couple months back, I was reading an article um, that someone wrote, and her psychologist kind of brought up this term called surge capacity. So if you think about it in the effect that most of us know at least like what our business's surge capacity is. If you work in healthcare, you often know what the capacity of your emergency room is. Let's just use that as an example because it's been a proud one here um, in our day and age. But physically and emotionally, we all have our own surge capacities. We all have our own um, almost like a tipping point. How much can we take? Uh, and our current environments have led us into a lot of chronic stressors chronic stress happening, uh, where we're really used to uh, acute type of stress, you know, like we're used to things happening, and then we can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel, and then we can move through it and, and get to that, um, the other side of it. And we have been hit with a lot of chronic stress, with a lot of changes, a lot of um, adapt to new and different things in our current environment, and at the same rate, we're also not to actually able to see that clear light at the end of the tunnel or the day when it, when this is all going to be over with. So I think it's really important for us to become aware of what our surge capacity is or what our, what our capacity is physically and emotionally, and also understand that that's very different. So what mine is is different from JM's, and what JM's is is very different from somebody else. Uh, we all have a different amount that we can deal with when it comes to stress. Yeah, definitely. 
So I heard a lot about stress, right? A lot of stress, um, and you talking about stressors. Talk to us a little bit about what stressors are and how, um, I know you said that it's different for everyone. Just give us a, like a, a bigger picture of what stressors are. Yeah, so different, um, different stressors hit us in different ways, but um, a stressor is a thing that's kind of introduced into environment, and that can be a positive or negative stress. So there's two different kinds. You can have the birth of a baby, a, a marriage, uh, a promotion, all that's positive stress. At the same rate, we can have a lot of negative stress. And I think a lot of us would probably say in, in the last year, we probably had a bit more of our negative stressors than positive stressors, uh, especially because a lot of things get canceled. Um, that could have been a positive one. But um, with all that said, it still feeds our emotional and our capacity the same rate. So we introduce that stressor into our environment our and our bodies and uh, mentally and emotionally and physically. And then that lets us see from there, we kind of end up having um, physical reactions. You might not be able to sleep very well. Go up. Uh, you might have more headaches. Different things like that can all occur. And um, our bodies have these two kind of phases that they go into. Fight or flight. Yes. So that fight or flight is that an inner and built within us, right, to kind of um, where the heart rate increases just feel like we're reaching that boiling point and what we need to do is work our way over to the rest and digest phase uh, where our nervous system is kind of resetting and um, that's where it becomes really important to have some kind of resilience or self-care toolbox of some sort um, to really help us get to that rest and digest phase. Yeah, definitely. So resilience toolbox, what is that? How do we do it? <laughs> Talk to us about it. Yeah. So the, your, your toolbox, think of it as, as for starters, like what do you have in your garage or in a toolbox in your house that's going to, you know, fix a picture that's fallen off the wall, fix a hole in the wall. We all need, um, you know, we have car maintenance. How do we take care of our cars? We keep them maintained, right? We get oil changes and, and things like that. So when we think about our own toolbox, what's in your toolbox? And Today, it might look a little bit different than what's normally been there because sometimes it's not always really felt safe to go get, well, I used to, you know, go get a manicure and a pedicure is what some people would say, or I used to get a massage, or I used to go mm -hmm. do this, and it might not be safe or feel safe, or we might not be in that comfort zone to do those certain activities or those certain things that were in our toolbox before. So taking that time to step back right now and really think about what is it that's in my toolbox that um, I'm missing or what do I need? And I think there's a lot of great things that can be free that could be in that toolbox too. Well, talk to us about these free things because we like free. <laughs> <laughs> we all like the word free, right? Um, so I'm gonna, I'll go through a couple things at least. And uh, I start with uh, meditation. So meditation's a big one. Uh, it's whatever you wanna call it. It's a big buzzword in the wellness industry, right? But really what it means is oftentimes it just means just taking a step back, uh, a moment's pause. So we can kind of be caught up in the crazy um, flu of emails that's coming in or the madness that might be happening around us if we're at work and it's just really busy. But what if you were able just to kind of take a moment to pause, to step back, take a breather, and then kind of move through? That will often help you not um, overreact 
which is ultimately what mindfulness is, is accessing that ability to pause and kind of reflect before we overreact to a situation at hand. And it often makes us even more aware too of everything else that's going on around us, including other people's well-being. Um, another really good one is sometimes to just breathe. Uh, as, as minute as it sounds, what's the first thing you do when you get stressed out? To breathe. <laughs> I don't know what you do, right? But you're kind of like, you tense up, your shoulders get tense, right? They draw up towards your ears. And then you're like, I'm not even breathing. Um, to breathe. And sometimes that's a sigh of relief. So physically, and in your nervous system, science shows in a couple different studies, um, it's shown that if you took like four deep breaths, it can reset your central nervous system. So four big inhales, everybody, you can do one with me at least. And then a big exhale. It's kind of like your shoulders fall away from your ears. Um, and that's even kind of like a little bit of a mindfulness thing, right? Because then we become more aware of like, wow, I didn't realize my shoulders were up to my ears. My neck was really tense. And no wonder I had a headache. Um, another really good one is physical activity. So movement has shown, um, or we can call it movement meditation. It doesn't have to be like really strenuous. It definitely can be free. Sometimes it's taking a walk outside your door, going down the sidewalk a couple of feet, um, or a full walk or run. Or you know, if you exercise, then you um, you do your your routine or whatever that regimen might be. But um, it doesn't need to be complicated. Sometimes just moving um, it gives you a chance to step away. And it's also been shown as pretty much like the number one thing that can help reset your nervous system and kick you over towards that rest and digest phase even quicker than some of the other tools um, that I've shared today. Awesome. Awesome. So getting some movement in with exercise, uh, doing some meditation and some breathing are all free things to do. To help yeah. You, right? so you can add those to your resilience toolbox. So I heard you say something about getting a manicure and pedicure. And I always say that every now and then I like to I like to do it every now and then, right? Um, it's a part of my self care, right? Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit about self care and what we can do um, to add some self care to our life. Yeah, um, a couple the things I just mentioned, but. All in all, there's also a really quick and easy checklist that you can kind of do for yourselves. So sometimes it's just asking yourself a couple quick questions and you could call it mindfulness. You could call it whatever you want to call it, but some quick questions. So I'll just kind of ask those out loud here. You, um, our listeners, you guys, I want you just to think through these questions real quick and don't think through them too hard. These are also questions that aren't, um, they don't have any expectations to them. There's no expected answer out of them that's not right or wrong. And um, it's not meant for you to fix it. It's meant for you to become aware um, of maybe what you've done or not done in the last 24 hours. But think to yourself, what, um, how much water have you drank? Just plain water in the last 24 hours. I can tell you for me, it's been a cup of coffee or two. How about you, JM? Have you had any water? Yes, I've had coffee. I did just have a cup of water. Just, but um, yeah, I have to do better today. Yeah, that, me too, actually. Now that I called it out, I do need to do better. How about how much sleep have you had in the last 24 hours? There hasn't been, you know, eight hours of sleep at least in the last 24 hours. Um, of course, yeah, a lot. So a lot of, there you go. So those activity trackers and sleep trackers can come in real handy. 
When was the last time you ate? How many hours has it been? Hmm. Yeah, so, so many people. Like, um, I think I had breakfast at 6.30 this morning, or I wasn't really hungry when I got up. Actually, the last time I ate was dinner last night, and here we time today. Wow. Yeah, it seems like it's really ideal for you to eat, you know, every three to four hours if you can to keep fueling right. yourself, right? That leads to more stress when we're hungry. Um, or in family, we call it hangry. I don't know what y'all call it, but <laughs> that's hungry and angry all together. It's not pretty. Um, when was the last, or have you taken your medicines you needed in the last 24 hours? That might even include like an ibuprofen because you had a really bad migraine or headache. Well, thanks for calling me out, Megan. <laughs> nah! <laughs> um, then the last one is, um, do you just feel, how do you feel right now? Do you feel any pain? Do you feel hungry? Do you feel angry? Do you feel happy? Uh, do you feel worried? So just taking note, like, how do you feel? Um, oh. I think for me right now, I feel kind of excited and just some different things yeah. going on. But those feelings can change throughout the day. But again, nothing um, on those answers, right or wrong, simply awareness type questions. Awareness. I like that. I think that is my word for this year. I try to do one word oh, yeah. that describes like my entire year with what I want to be intentional, like, what I want to focus on. And awareness is my word for this year. Right? Yeah. Write it down. Write it down. I love it. Hold me accountable. I'm going to put it where you can see it. Right, Put it right. on that bathroom mirror. Right. So we are at the end of our show, unfortunately, but there will be more to come. Before we end, we want to do our section or our segment called Blitz Questions. All right, Megan, I just have three questions for you, all right, just so we can get to know you more, right? Okay. First question, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Yes, what kind? kind of pizza um mushroom and onion uh yeah that's what gonna say like cheese pizza or i don't know okay no. mushroom and onion. so what is your favorite thing to drink well if i'm gonna answer honestly it's wine but i do love water is really what i drink like all day long and coffee <laughs> in the morning gotta have your coffee no, maybe there's more than one thing there. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so what's one thing people do not know about you? One thing people don't know about me, um, I would have to say I was I was a competitive horseback rider all through uh, a lot of middle school and high school. So that was a favorite pastime. That's cool. Awesome, awesome. So you really enjoyed that, I assume. Yeah, yeah. If I could afford it, I'd be back doing it again. Quite expensive. I actually want to try it. I think I'd be a little afraid. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I am JM again. And? And I'm Megan. And we have talked to you guys about how you can live life well. Uh, stay tuned for our next show. Uh, we are be talking about a number of different things. And thank you.